What is up guys, I'm just a man with a blender and today I'm coming back at you with a brand new episode of the podcast. We are currently on episode 3 and with a new episode comes a brand new topic. So today's topic is actually going to be about my journey through health and fitness. Well, actually not only my journey through health and fitness, but my journey through life in general, what has made me into the man that I am today. And I also want to touch up a bit on what is currently going on in my life right now that is shaping me into the man I will be in the future. Hopefully I'll be able to drop some wisdom on you guys and uh, drop some advice and some cool stories that you guys will be able to get value out of. Um, I want to leave a little disclaimer before I get into the topic though. Um, I want everybody listening right now to know that you are loved and I hope you have self-love and I hope that um, you really work on your mental health, your physical health. I hope that you strive to be the best person that you can be. So uh, let's get right into it, guys. We're going to actually start with uh, my journey through health and fitness. I feel like my journey through health and fitness really started from when I was a little boy and everything. Um, I was always so spoiled. I always, my grandma would always spoil me. Um, She would always give me tons of food, always spoon feed me and everything like that. Like run of the mill spoiled. I was a spoiled little kid by my grandma. constantly like she (laughs) a little bit of an embarrassing thing to say but she didn't stop cutting my pancakes until I was maybe 10 or 11 years old sad sadly um, she did not stop cutting my pancakes I'm not even joking until I was 10 or 11 years old Um, I was fed a lot as a kid Um, I feel like I didn't learn self-restraint that early in in my childhood and when it came to food I could really just snack on a bunch of pizza and just want more and more and more and more and more and it was the same thing with chips like I felt like chips were really my weakness you give me a bag of chips all down that bag of chips like it was nothing like it was crazy and growing up um, well with my other grandma uh, she's Filipino um, growing up in her household too um, every day you would have rice I don't care what meal it is you would have rice every single day you wake up, you have rice with eggs, a little bit of longanisa. If you don't know what longanisa is, if you're not Filipino and you don't know what longanisa is, longanisa is a very fatty sausage and it tastes amazing. Like this is the, it's so bad for your health, but it tastes amazing. Like it's just, oh man, I could never have that today, but it would always be rice, longanisa, some eggs. Then for lunch, you might have some chicken adobo. Again, if you're not Filipino, um, chicken adobo is a, a very good dish I don't know how to explain it it's just um, it's just um torn up chicken and in this broth and um, you put it on you put it on rice and you mix it up in there and then you pour the broth in the rice it's kind of hard to explain it tastes amazing though um, so getting back into it um, yeah I was never really taught like some self-restraint with food um, when I was a child and with both parents being executive chefs it was really really hard to avoid um, eating so much food because every bit of food you were given was so delicious. Like, I don't know how to explain it, guys. It was just so delicious. My mom, um, really amazing, really amazing mom, um, executive chef at multiple different hotels. I remember as a child, we would always go to these hotels and we would always go to my mom while she worked and everything like that. She'd always be running the kitchen and everything. I remember, I could reveal, you know what, yeah, I'll reveal the um, the hotel name. Um, it was the Baltimore Hotel. This is the most vivid memory I have. 
It was the Baltimore Hotel. And I remember as a child, I literally, like imagine me maybe, I don't know how long, I don't know how old I was. I was maybe like, um, probably about six or seven. Imagine a six or seven year old going to this, going into the um, dining room of this high class. I'm talking about high, high class hotel, right? Just this little lone child because we were able to just kind of roam the, the building a bit. Imagine me going all, um, I don't know if it was a Sheraton actually, uh, it's besides the point. Just imagine me, a small child, going up to the dining room of this very, very nice hotel and just ordering whatever I want. I think I ordered chicken nuggets most of the time. No self-restraint, ordered chicken nuggets and fries. I always got it, I always got the food I wanted and I would just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. It was, it was um, a whole cycle with me. Like I just had no self-restraint when it came to food. So obviously that adds up over time. If you don't build up, a, I believe strongly that if you don't build up a good metabolism, like right when you're a, a young child, then you're gonna have a pretty bad metabolism as you grow up. And it's gonna be easier and easier and easier for you to gain weight. And I know genetics has a lot of um, a key factor in that, but I know that um, I can put on pounds easily. And part of the fact, part of that was due to um, me eating so much as a child and me having so much access to food as a child. Now, I am not ungrateful. I love the food. I, I just wish I ate a little bit less of it. The food was amazing. Mom, if you're listening to this right now, um, your food is absolutely amazing. You and dads, um, it's absolutely, absolutely amazing. But back to the point, um, I started growing up with this very fat figure um, it was, I always had an extended belly. Um, I didn't, I didn't do any sports, any, I didn't really do any sports before, um, high school and I really wasn't that active before eighth grade and everything. So, um, I'm not active. Um, I was constantly eating. Um, I wasn't really, um, how do I say exposed to a healthy type of diet, maybe until, um, I started reaching maybe about, I don't know, um, eight, eight or nine years old around there. I think it was maybe eight years old because my, my mom brought me to the doctor. They found out that I was overweight and everything. They're like, okay. And they try to give my mom this chart um, to get me on a healthier diet. I remember I used to, by the way, guys, I love milk so much. If it's so bad how much I loved milk, literally I could drink gallons of milk a week and it was so bad it's so, like if you don't know if you drink a lot of milk you're gonna put on some weight so I would always have milk so I felt like with this new diet chart that they gave my mom it was so hard because I would only be restrained to um, a small measly half cup of milk a day and that would all that would be all I got in terms of milk and screw the food screw everything else that was the biggest set point for me to be like, oh my goodness, this diet is hard. And that was really when I felt like I needed to start building self-restraint. And um, the diet, it ended up not really being stuck to by me. That was pretty much a little bit of my fault. Um, I always whined, I always wanted to eat more and everything. And that really led to a little bit of a downfall because I started gaining more and more and more weight. I started digging this hole deeper and di- deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and um, my grandma she still spoiled me she worried about my weight though she really worried about my weight um, 
she said I would get sick if I if I weighed too much and I didn't really listen to her I just wanted food and I was so hungry all the time I always wanted some food like I don't know how to explain it food was just life to me and I went throughout um I went throughout the years and everything and I don't know and um, I moved from household to household so I went I ended up moving in with my aunt um, amazing, amazing aunt, by the way, giving you a little bit of a shout out, auntie, if you're listening to this right now, but amazing aunt and my uncle, amazing uncle, Uncle Eli, Aunt Samantha, I could say their names as long as I don't say their last names, um, but amazing people. I moved in with them, um, my brother and I moved in with them, and they saw how overweight I was, and I love how they took initiative of um, my health. Um, every, I think I lived with them for a full year, a little bit over a full year. And let me just say, out of all my years of life, that was the that was probably the hardest time in terms of um, learning self-restraint when it came to food. Like every day would be veggies, a little bit of protein, like a little well, it'd be it'd be um it'd be chicken without its skin, it'd be chicken breast a lot of broccoli, a lot of of veggies just every single day. I remember, um, I don't know if you guys, (laughs) funny story guys, Um, if you guys are poor, um, I don't know, I don't think we, I considered us poor, I just considered us on a budget, balling on a budget if you know what I mean. Who, if, okay, I'm just gonna say it flat out. Um, If you're listening to this right now, um, if you couldn't afford Cheez-Its, tell me, were you getting cheese nips? Cheese nips were the Dollar Tree version of cheese its, and let me just say, um, we couldn't afford cheese its, but we we afforded cheese nips. Now, when we're talking about luxury snack for me during that time, imagine like a cheese it, but it tastes a little worse, but it's all you had. So I remember um, looking forward to my weekly snack, to my weekly um, how do I say it? Like um, like I say cheat snack, right? My weekly cheek snack was maybe about a cup of these cheese nips. And let me just say, I've never appreciated a snack so much in my life um, until I was at my aunt's. Like it was it was a hard time for me and she really cared about my health. I don't know if I lost a lot of weight. I, I mean, like I had to, I never really remembered, but I remember not looking thinner than what I came in as. But. I know it did help my high blood pressure and it helped keep me off the of keep me off the brink of diabetes so that really really helped every day would just be veggies 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 and it was and I really am thankful for that to this day but I was and that was pretty much how it was with my health and fitness during that time then I moved with my dad and it was um constantly just food, 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 food. We didn't have good food, I'd say. We were on the lower class side at first, but we had, I would eat a lot of the lower class food. Like like my addiction to saltines really stemmed when I um, first moved in with my dad. Like it would, uh, we would have saltines and I would just eat packs and packs of saltines. By the way, saltines, best snack, don't even care. Best snack, saltines. I could still down a pack of saltines like it's nothing till this day, but back to the point. Um, I would eat saltines, ham sandwiches. I would just get up and just make something in the middle of the night and it would be bad. I would put on weight. Now, mind you, I did get taller and I did go through puberty and all that, but that's where I get to eighth grade. So eighth grade, I feel like was the brink of my, was the upbringing of my 
health and fitness, like the first upbringing of my health and fitness, besides all the dieting and all that and all the self-restraint exercises and all that, um, I felt like eighth grade was was like the upbringing. And the reason I say that is because I got off my lazy butt and I said, you know what? I don't feel like being fat anymore. I don't want to be fat anymore. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of the way I look to other people. I'm tired that uh, of not being able to take my shirt off and feel comfortable about it. So every single day, I got a bike. Um, and then every single day, I started biking to school. I started biking back. And then every, and that was more of seventh grade. That was more of the end of seventh grade. Then the beginning of eighth grade, you know what I said to myself? I said, you know what? I got to do more than just the biking. I'm going to go every day after school without fail. I'm going to go to the basketball courts with this ball I have. I got a ball. Or I would get one for, um, if, if I didn't have my ball, I would go and um, grab one um, and borrow one from the um, rec center right near my old middle school. And I said, I'm going to go to the basketball courts every single day. I'm going to play basketball as long as it takes, usually until nighttime. I would be out there for hours. I don't even know how to play basketball. And I would go out there every single day and I would just throw the ball around and I would just shoot and run around and shoot and run around and no matter how much I got bullied for not knowing how to play basketball I kept doing it every single day without fail I kid you guys not if it was a school day I would drop everything and I would go and play some basketball and I would burn a lot of calories I wish I knew about dieting though but I didn't try for my diet but I felt like my exercise overpowered the dieting and along with the puberty that I went through I grew a lot taller I slimmed out a bit so once eighth grade ended and I got in ninth grade, I started getting into sports such as football. And by that time, I wasn't as fat as I was um, before eighth grade because I really slimmed down. I don't want to say super slimmed down. I was still really, really chubby. Ch trust me, guys. Don't. My version of slimmed down back then was I didn't have a belly that extended so far that I couldn't see my feet. Now it was like I could see half of my feet. So I was still pretty fat, but I slimmed down a bit. So I started football, did all these sports and everything. Then I did water polo and all that. Then I slimmed really down. So I felt like football really, really helped me out because I started weightlifting, gaining all this muscle. I built my traps up, my shoulders up, my arms up, my legs up. My legs were the biggest thing. I remember all the power cleans. I remember all the running I did and, and all that. Then I got into water polo in sophomore year. Then I remember all the cardio I did really helped me slim down in terms of cutting all that back fat and that stomach fat and everything. And I kept going and going and going. So I'm leading you guys on um, a little bit of an, I know I've been talking um, a lot about my history and everything. Um, trust me guys, we're getting, it, we're getting into the better parts and everything. I hope this really has inspired you so far though. But um, as we get on to present day, um, I got into quarantine. So quarantine, all of us, we know quarantine's affected us. We know that we wanted to eat so much. I know. I, I went through it. I, I've i been through all the sports I've done. Football, water polo, wrestling, swim, tennis. I just stopped in the middle of tennis season and we went into quarantine. And I was eating like crap and I didn't really try dieting and all that or trying to control my calories or anything. So um, we went into quarantine and I weighed maybe 185 and then I started eating so, so much in the first couple of weeks of quarantine. And I weighed an astounding 190 pounds, probably the highest I've ever weighed in my life. And I looked fat. 
and it took me um it took me um a couple weeks to just realize I look fat and I I want to stop this. When is it going to stop? I'm about to be I'm 16 currently. By the way, my birthday's August 30th, if you guys didn't know. I'm 16 currently. I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, "You are 16. You weigh 190 pounds and this is the body you have. Come on, you got to take care of yourself." And it really affected my mental health and right at that moment it clicked in my head. I looked I was where I remember I was watching a show on Netflix and I was like, "Wow, these guys have perfect bodies and everything. I was like, how how are they so ripped? I was like, I want to be like that. That can't be unattainable. Like, I want to do this. I want to work hard for this and I've tried so many times before in the past to diet, but I never stuck to it. And then at that moment I said, "You know what? Putting down the chips. I'm putting all this down. I'm taking some photos right now to show up before and I'm getting off my high lazy horse and I'm going to go run tomorrow and I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start working my abs." and I'm start doing the best I can. And I started that in April. Guys, I started that in April. I weighed 190 pounds when I started my cut. I have been cutting since April. It is currently what day is it actually? It is currently um August 5th and I have been cutting since April. I went from 190, get this. I woke up this morning at 170 pounds. 170 pounds. Now you're probably saying to yourself, "Wow, I can cut that. I can cut more than that." No, you got to understand. Weight cutting weight and cutting fat is a totally are two to- totally different things. For I think um for every pound of fat, it's 3500 calories. I restricted myself to 1900 calories in the beginning. By the way, my maintenance calories was a lot higher than that. So, I went on a deficit of like a thousand already. So, I restricted myself to 1900 calories in the beginning for maybe the first month. Then I started pressing further and I restricted myself to 1500, no, about 1700 calories. And then now for the past two months, I've been restricting myself to 1500 calories. I've been doing I I know actually my workouts have changed so much, but one thing has stayed constant. I Eat, I eat a bowl of oatmeal every single morning. I eat a bowl of oatmeal. I wait an hour. I go on my daily run without fail. I always go on my run. I always eat the bowl of oatmeal and then I go on my run. I go on my run of a mile. I've been currently increasing my cardio going further than last time, going harder than last time and now I do a mile and a half, no stopping type of run and then I come back and I do my workouts. In the first month, in the first two months actually, I did these ab workouts that I saw online and I was like, you know what? Maybe these aren't working anymore because I got abs, but they weren't super duper visible. I was like, I need to start working my entire body so I don't start losing muscle in other parts of my body. So, I started making a workout plan for myself, so I made my own workout plan, arms, abs, legs, and I started um doing that and I've been doing that for such a long time and I've been cutting this fat. It's been fat I've been cutting, not just weight in general it's been fat and if you look at my progress photos i have bigger arms more defined legs more defined arms more defined abs and everything and i feel better about myself now now we come to the point of what does this mean why why am i hearing this guy talk about his life i'm getting to that point right now i want you guys to know that that your goals are not unattainable mind you i am still going for that goal of looking shredded. Trust me, I'm still on that goal, but look how much 
Look how committed I am. Are you guys that committed? It has been almost five months since I've been on my diet, eating 1500 calories a day, working out, running every single day, taking a three mile walk every day. And I, I've had to slowly realize that my goals are not unattainable. My goals are attainable. It, what, is un, what makes it unattainable is when you tell yourself, wow, I cannot reach this goal. That's a mental, that's a mental aspect. Now, if you were to ask me if um, what's harder, the physical part of working out or the mental part of working out, I'd say it's the mental part of working out. It's whether, you, it's whether or not you get out of bed and say, I'm going to tackle my goals face to face. I am going to accomplish what I want to accomplish today. And I want to get past anything that is holding me back. That is what you need to say to yourself every morning, every single morning. Um, I, you think I want every single morning I woke up out of bed. Sorry, I went on a little brain fart right there. Every single morning I got out of bed and I didn't want to work out. I would tell myself, don't you want this? Don't you want to be more than what you are right now? Don't you want to be proud of yourself? I mind you, I had to learn to love myself for who I am, but there's still a certain, a certain aspect of how far I want to go, how far I want to push myself, how much farther, how much more how much harder i want to go further than last time harder than last time you think i you think like like the other day i'll give you an example the other day or the other week actually i would run a mile every week every day and i started upping that so i went to a mile and a half little things like that i went from walking two miles to walking three and a half miles I went from eating 1,700 calories to eating 1,500 calories and going on a heavier cut. It's how much you're willing to work. If you're willing to work past those goals, then you are becoming a better person. You are becoming the person you want to be. You listening right now, I believe in you. I believe in you. Listen to this. I believe in you. I know you can get to the goal you want to achieve. Trust me, it's not unattainable. What's what's making it unattainable is you're probably sitting down and you're saying that you can't do it because nobody else believes in you. You probably don't even believe in yourself. Well, I'll tell you this. I believe in you. I believe in you. And um, yeah, I, I not only wanted to talk about my journey through health and fitness, but my journey through life in general as a person. We're coming towards the end pretty soon, but I wanted to talk about my journey through life as a person. All that was mental. What I told you, what happened through um, when I was a little boy and beyond, I've been teach, I've been taught to push myself further, that I can do better than what is expected of me. I've been taught not only that by my parents, by my siblings, but by my, but by the people around me, by my friends. I've always strived to be better, to be the example, to be the leader of the group, and. All my, all my life, I felt like I wasn't the leader of the group. I felt like I was always lagging behind. And this is what pressed me on to become the man I am today. I feel like the man I am today is a strong leader, that I am pushing myself beyond borders that I've never even thought I could ever achieve or ever push myself further. If you were to ask me maybe 10 years ago, what am I, 16? I'm 16, right? So if you were to ask me 10 years ago, if I were to lead the pack, I'd say no, but 
as I went through the years and I started getting that thought in my head and I started progressing as a man, as a person, I started realizing, well, maybe I need to be pushing myself so I can feel like that leader, so I can feel like the leader of the group, so I could feel like I could push myself to be more than what I can be. I never always loved myself. I had to learn that. I had to be, I had to have that wisdom put into my head. I had to love God before loving myself. And then God allowed me to love myself. It's, it's a whole cycle, guys. It's a whole cycle. So if you were to ask me what made me into the man I am today, I'd say my family, I would say my siblings, I'd say all my loved ones. But really, I'd also say my mental drive to do better, to become the better man. The better man is always what I always, even when I was a little kid, is always what I had in my mind. And I always wanted to drive to be that better man. I also wanted to talk about um, what it, what's happening in my life right now that's really going to shape me into the man I become in the future. Um, I got a lot of stuff happening in my life right now. Um, not only quarantine is pressing up on me, I'm not able to see a lot of the people I'm usually able to see as, but I could say that a lot of cool things are happening. I had an amazing summer. I'm having an amazing summer. What am I saying? If you listen to the first episode of the podcast, I even shared some summer memories with you guys and cool things to come. Summer has been amazing. The things happening in my life right now, even though they're not all good, I'd say that I can take I could take it with a grain of salt and I could take all the good memories and overflow it in my mind and love myself and turn all the bad memories into good ones too. So how are the things that are happening in my life? What are the things that are happening in my life that are shaping me into the man I will become? Health and fitness. <laughs> I work out every day. Um, I really feel like when I come back to the school, when I come back to school, hopefully we come back really, really soon. Hopefully this whole virus end it ends. Keep praying for that. But um, hopefully when I come back to school, I'm as ripped as I want to be, and I keep striving to be even more ripped. I hope that um, what I'm doing right now is shaping me into the into this well-driven man that I want to be. I'm signing up for a lot of scholarships um, currently. I'm learning a lot of new recipes. I'm learning. Um, how to read people a lot more, I'd say. Um, learning how to make my own decisions a lot more. Um, I want I want to really tell you guys, whoever's listening right now, I really want to tell you guys um, to take advantage of this time in quarantine. I keep saying this, even in my other episodes, I really just want you guys to take advantage of the time you have right now. I want this story, or I want this episode to, of, of me talking about my journey. I want this to inspire you. I want this to drive you to go further. I really want this to instill an inspiration that wasn't there before. I want you to take advantage of the time you have right now, whether it be learning a, a new language or fitness or just, I don't know, connecting with your family or learning to love yourself. I keep saying that, but it, the reason why I keep saying that is because I'm so passionate about it. I know what it feels like to hate yourself. I know what it feels like to not even have love for oneself. And it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling to have. You don't feel like doing anything. It's like a depression that hits you. And that's why I want to keep encouraging everyone who listens right now. I want to keep encouraging you guys to just be the better person you can be. 
I want you to love yourself. I want you to be the best person you can be. And with that comes a journey. And that's really what I wanted to put in your guys' mind right now. It's a journey. It's not just you get to point and you get from point A to point B in like this many seconds. No, it's a long journey. And life, 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 life. Life is just a journey in itself. 16 years I've been alive. Hopefully I make it to 17 on the 30th, but 16 years I've been alive and there's so much more to go and there's so much I've already done and there's so many decisions I've already made and so much wisdom I already have in my head and I wouldn't, and people ask me this, I really want to leave off on this, but people ask me this all the time. If you can go back and change something, would you, would you change it? Uh, What would you change and why would you change it? I'd say no, I'm not gonna mess with. I'm not gonna mess with the past. Um, as much as I'm, as much as I could benefit myself, I could also disbenefit myself. And it's really about the journey that turned me into who I am today, guys. I really want you guys to be inspired. I hope you guys got inspired by this podcast episode. If you're not following me on Instagram, why? My Instagram is gasstubj. Gasstubj. No spaces. No capitals. G-A-S-S-E-D-U-P-J. Gassed Up J on Instagram. Um, If you're listening to this on Spotify, I'm also available on iTunes. If you're listening to this on iTunes, I'm also available on Spotify. Um, Be on the lookout for episodes to come. I have a lot of new ideas and I have a lot of new people who are going to be co-starring in the next episodes to come. So be on the lookout for that, guys. I want you guys to know that you are loved and I hope you have self-love for yourself. And I hope that this podcast episode really helped you out, guys. Catch you guys later. Bye.